0: Welcome to Buzz in the Tower, a podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s. Our mission is to take you on a most excellent adventure through time. Buzz in the Tower is so much more than a podcast. It's the map to One-Eyed Willie's treasure. And all you have to do is sit back, listen, and repeat after me. Klaatu! Barata! (coughs) Buzz in the Tower answers the questions you didn't even know you had. Like who would win in a fight, John Rambo or Hans Gruber? Or who is dreamier, Jake Ryan or Marty McFly? So as we rank, debate, and offer fresh takes of the best of the best from 80s cinema, please remember, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and listen to a podcast once in a while, you could miss it. Don't forget to subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. For bonus content, you can find us on all social media channels by searching our handle at Buzz in the Tower. For more podcasts, information, or to contact us with topics you'd like us to talk about, visit our website, buzzinthetower.com. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, thetower.com. Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Verde Media. Max, I couldn't be happier with the way our website looks. So good. Yeah. If you haven't had a chance to take a look at our website yet, you need to right away. These guys, website development, online marketing, they are outstanding. Am I exaggerating at all?
1: It is so choice. If you have the means, I highly recommend having them build you one. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, look, they're the best of the best. And working with John, uh, their owner, a self admitted 80s martial arts movie nerd, was
1: an absolute joy. Is that why you said the best of the best? That is why I said. Yeah. That was a like,
0: tip of the hat to John. Um, they're more than our sponsor, they're our partner. And if you are looking to build a website, they are the group to go to. Uh, find their link on our website and check them out Verde Media. Today's episode, it's an 80s movie dance-off, part one. Ren McCormick knew the salvation of his town relied on a dance. Johnny Castle wasn't about to let anyone put Baby in a corner. Films have a long-standing romance with dance. Whether it's Gene Kelly splashing in puddles or kitten play tearing it up at a house party, cinematic dance scenes have spanned every decade. As is always the case, the 80s did it best. Today we're going to rank our top 25 80s movie dance scenes, I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me, as always, the Willard to my Wren, Max Sanders. And with that,
1: I thought this was a party. Let's dance. I can't dance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of ev- of of every of every intro to every podcast that we've done so far, not one has more appropriately set out who you are than calling you Willard. I wanted to be excited Footloose. about
1: this, and I'm like, hmm. You're
0: Willard from Footloose, for sure.
1: Well, he learns to dance. He
0: does. You can learn. I'm 35 years old. You, you,
1: We could teach you. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken dance lessons before, and they're just like, you're hopeless. Just go home.
0: I know, but as is such with everything in our lives, we can always learn and grow.
1: Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm nervous.
0: Listen, Willard, you'll be fine. At let's, least, just, hey, let's talk
1: about dancing. Hey, I at, least, do that. at least
0: I'm not calling you Cameron because I've i learned that that doesn't go over well. Can Cameron so you, dance? Cameron, I don't remember seeing him dance. Yeah, he's, he's got hand motions during stuff. during Shake It Up, Baby, and and the float. He's uh, little kind of head bobbing. No, he's kinda, got the uh, arms thing too. He's like, come on, shake. Yeah, it. it's not yeah. bad. That's like That's dad movement. dancing. I can do it. Yeah, yeah you could do dad dancing for sure. I, if I can dad dance, you can. Was Float a good dancer? I feel like she should be. I don't recall seeing her dance. Yeah, in Legend, she doesn't dance either. No. Not a lot of dancing in legend. <laughs> More Prince of Darkness. A little bit, a little darker. Uh, so today, uh, I, our part one, will cover our
1: 25th to our 11th favorite. Yeah, I'm so surprised that there's so many dance scenes. There's a lot. We, we wanted to do top 10, and then we're like, holy shnikes. Yeah, we there's, needed, we could have done 40. We could have done yeah. the top
0: 40, yeah. Um, but I love where we landed. The 25 that you and I settled on are great.
1: There's some debate. Well, I'm, I'm reasonably <laughs> upset about a few of these.
0: What? When are you not reasonably upset about our list? Has there ever been a list where you've been like, I don't think the Goonies should be in here? Which, by the way, if if we hadn't have set the standard that, that we noted that the dance scene has to have music, if we hadn't have set that standard, I would have snuck the truffle shuffle into the top 25.
1: I would put it in instead of some of these garbage ones. Oh, okay. you yeah. stop it right now. This, this is how you sell the episode
0: by saying these garbage ones before we even start. <laughs> Unbelievable. Most of them are more gems. Ninety nine point nine percent of them are gems. There's I know one I know that two. you know
1: the one that I'm gonna go to. Oh my
0: god, we'll we'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. So we will on part one because it's also nice too. You and I usually dive into a lot of the nerddom of these movies, but we're not getting too deep into the movies. More so into the scene and some of these. There's nothing else to the scene other than just a really cool song and a memorable dance.
1: Yeah, it's we're gonna be in and out,
0: in and out, beautiful. But. Some of them we won't. Some will drag our feet a little bit, <laughs> which is okay. But we'll hit the 20 of the 25, like I said, we'll do 25 to um, 11. To, yeah, 25 to 11. You I have a hard time. I, with I this. am such a yeah. bad, I'm really good at math, except on the podcast. We'll do 25 to 11 on part one, and then we'll do our top 10 on part two. Because we're doing less on part two, we can go a little bit more into the weeds on our top 10, which makes sense anyways, because they're our top 10.
1: Do you think dancing was more important in the 80s than it was in the 90s and 2000s? There, No, because I, I, if you look back, 70s. 80s right. 90s 2000
0: it's not like there's a spike in dance no, just dancing
1: is always great on tv yeah it's, on it's, that, that's
0: an in intro when we talked about like gene kelly go all the way back to singing in the rain like yeah he's he's dancing S-
1: yeah saturday night know? fever yeah oh stuff. my god
0: if that is what one of my exemption movies i wish we could talk about because i love saturday night fever
1: so everyone thinks that greece is in the 80s it's not yeah, 70- I know, I, 78 yeah, yeah 78
0: yeah i go well, i had to look that up because i'm like dying to try to sneak these movies into one i know of our lists. i know
1: um all right max are you ready to learn how to dance let's boogie <laughs> all right cabbage patch i love it i can do the what's it called when you're going to a supermarket and you have your cart and you're taking things off what's that, that called it's not
0: even a move it's literally you pick your hand up and then you, it's putting your groceries can do that. Away.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah that's what's it called I,
0: that, that's the point the I, can fact do the that I don't know why it's called moving right along uh number 25 as you sit here and badger me and complain about the list Know that number 25 is your pick. You were given free autonomy and you slid this gem into number 25.
1: Well, because it's classic.
0: Okay. It is. It's a beautiful scene. It's someone learning something. This is the first time they ever danced. Unbelievable. 1986's Short Circuit. Shocker for those of you that don't know Max. He he rides hard. hard. You ride hard for Johnny Five. Johnny Five is your guy. Laser lips. And there is a, a beautiful scene where Johnny is he's gaining all of his input. He's learning to be human, watching, he's got TV. A, watching TV. And what movie is he watching? He's watching Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. 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 The, 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 the dance scene uh, to more than a woman. By also the, the director
1: of this movie, John Badham did same that director. movie yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: Excellent. So you and I will have the same uh, fun facts on this one. <laughs> um, he dances with our, our, our friend, our deep friend, Ali Sheedy, Stephanie from with our, a
1: terrible haircut though. Looks like she's wearing a football. Still,
0: still Ali Sheedy. Gotta love it. With a football Sheedy. on her head though. Yeah, whatever. No. Was her hair that much better in breakfast club? Yes. with dandruff in it.
1: Yes, I liked that Sheedy a lot better.
0: <laughs> you, that is your all-time <laughs> crush, I think. Is yeah. Ally Sheedy from Breakfast Dandruff from. Heart. That's what I want. Did, didn't you? Yeah, that is. I was trying to think. Did the, I
1: do Dandruff Art?
0: No, occasionally. That, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in this scene, Johnny asks Stephanie to dance, and this is our 25th favorite dance scene from an
1: 80s movie. Yeah, let's give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah, big finish. <laughs> Filming in a story. More too, input. <laughs> more input. Hey, when you can at three AM, if you can boogie with a one point five million dollar robot that weighs two hundred yeah, and fifty pounds. And sentient. Bet, you I bet do it I bet Polly danced with his robot. You need to stop. Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> My goal is to say that on every one of our
0: podcasts. I hate it. Max, if we're going to get through all these, I can't spend time fighting with you about how great Paulie's robot is. We're okay. going to have to Johnny go on. Johnny so Five's better. He's Johnny alive. Five at 25. Yeah. That is a Max Sanders special, ladies and gentlemen. Fits. They, it rhymes. They get better, I promise. Starting with number 24. This is an MG special, a Mo special, if yeah, you will. Yeah,
1: this is... Okay, this is cornball, too. This is great. Uh,
0: the 1985 coming-of-age story teen wolf coming of age coming of wolf coming of wolf story good old teen wolf uh scott howard uh finds out he's a teen wolf goes to the school dance as the teen wolf because this has brought him fame popularity t-shirt sales yeah. everything
1: well he's a good basketball player now he too. he's
0: everything he's the wolf yeah and when you walk into that high school dance and the row separates right the 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 red sea is separated you're moses literally walking through the yeah the they're row. chanting wolf form yeah him. they yeah. want the wolf and it's kind of funny just small nuance like as they're walking through there obviously he sees the one blonde that he loves and she says hi and her boyfriend it was mick mcallister yeah but Who's then 27
1: by the way the actor is 27 really yeah oh, that's why so Styles. He was. So yeah so
0: styles is excited to see him Booth. sunglasses
1: night boof is excited to see what him what kind of name is boof by the way Booth Booth is <laughs>
0: great i love boof but with the one friend his one friend that's weirded out by the wolf gives him the most disgusted look and i can't think of his name but like during the whole movie he doesn't he's not okay with him being a werewolf
1: yeah but who is the dj during this dance by the way i don't know there's three songs in, there are three songs three on minutes. rotation yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a,
0: it's a quick rotation but when we break into the wolf i think the dance is called the wolf correct? Yeah, big bad wolf by right. uh
1: bunny and the wolf Sisters. no
0: no 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 that's no song, right? that's not
1: yes it is you're right it
0: okay. is. It's, okay. big, it's big bad wolf um, by the wolf. But look, <laughs> the, the the song is so outrageous. It's got a talk box like Frampton. Yeah, right? like it's I don't like know, like Devo. It's yeah. very restrained. I don't know. Like I, this
1: will be me making up the words. It's like go see the And why is he wearing like a Scarface cream suit? I, well, Is he gonna I, take over the Colombian drug trade? Like what's I, going on? I,
0: that's a little odd. I do I do think though, it's he does a little bit of a throwback to Saturday Night Fever because right before he comes to Does he do the finger point thing? No, but no. right before he goes to the dance, he's in the mirror with the blow dryer, and it's an homage to Travolta and right, right, right. Saturday Fever. And they have like the worst knockoff ever of that song. They obviously didn't want to pay for like the actual no. song. So it's like some horrible <laughs> knockoff of this whole
1: movie cost a million dollars, you I know, know, and yeah. filmed in twenty one days. It feels like it costs. They struck they struck gold because Back to the Future came out before Oh yeah,
0: they rode those heels hard. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Although shout out Coach Finstock, by the way, I love Coach Finstock. <laughs> He's the best coach ever. Everything
0: else is cream cheese, unreal. So yeah, they the wolf dance is essentially just the arms arcing up move, from thriller, thriller. If that's yeah, all it is. That's all it is. It. That's yeah, all yeah, it is. Terrible, okay, good. But it's our twenty fourth favorite eighties <laughs> dance. We don't scene. sound like
1: we liked it very much. I liked it. You,
0: you're, you're you're more critical, but you got room for short circuit. Uh, number twenty three, I do like a lot. Yeah. Um, the nineteen eighty eight Tim Burton smash, Beetlejuice. Woo! Beetlejuice. One more time. Beetlejuice. (laughs) <laughs> ba, 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 is that the song? Ba,
1: ba, ba, ba. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Of course.
0: Yeah. You know there was a Beetlejuice cartoon that I wrote, oh, yeah, I wrote it. hard yeah. for that yeah. cartoon. I thought that was great. Love Keaton.
1: I've seen The Exorcist about 167 and times, and it keeps getting better every, every time. time. Funnier, funnier, <laughs> funnier.
0: Oh, I blew it. You yeah. know what? I get too fired up when you
1: do a good quote. <laughs> I always hijack, it and I got to let you do them <laughs> because I screw them up. You're better at remembering. You know them. he improv 90 percent of his uh, lines. I believe that. Yeah. Michael Keaton is a gift from God to us. In 14 minutes of the movie, by the way. Yeah. I do you, you know what
0: movie I just watched the other night with him what did i just watch with michael keaton in it oh he was in uh the new robocop the reboot of robocop was it good I, the movie's terrible but yeah. i'll watch it because michael
1: keaton's in it i, I the other guys when he keeps singing TLC songs. oh my songs. god he's
0: so funny in <laughs> the other guys i don't want no
1: scrubs don't like, go who, chasing waterfalls <laughs> <laughs> who talks like that i don't know what you guys are talking about <laughs> all right back all right, to the scene, which back to the inv- scene. all right which doesn't it we gotta come on we gotta move we gotta move we gotta move yeah. so
0: beetlejuice now i've said beetlejuice. It three <laughs> times so beetlejuice uh adam and barbara alec baldwin gina davis they die They did. And they are haunting their own home. Badly. Uh, The Dietzes, uh, Lydia, um, Charles, and what's the wife's name?
1: Delia. Delia,
0: yeah. Um, They move into the house. Yeah, thank you. See? And then uh, our friend uh, from Ferris Bueller's Day Off and from- uh, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, and why can't I think of the other movie? Howard the Duck. Yeah. I tried to erase it from my mind. The (laughs) Duck Overlord. They move in. Um, Lydia is kind of goth. Played, yeah, by, she is. Yeah, I mean, played by Winona Ryder. She, She's in the phase mom. You love my chemical She's romance. your kind of girl. She was 15 years ahead of her time. Big time. She helps um, she wants to help Adam and Barbara scare her parents out of the house. Uh, rather than using Beetlejuice, who is a little bit edgy, a little bit on the hard R <laughs> yeah, side. Slightly. They want to do it in a cute way. So they haunt a dinner that they're having. And at that dinner, we get our 23rd favorite dance scene from an 80s movie, which is the Deo song. Harry Bell Belafonte. Boat. So, Max... I didn't have to do a lot of research on Harry Belafonte because if you are a hardcore Muppets fan like I am, uh, Harry Belafonte was on the Muppet Show, and okay. he actually talked about uh, this song and where it came from and why it was made. Um, but it's it it's a it's a great song. The story behind them doing it is is hilarious to me. They end up using another song of his at the end as well. Um, Jump in the line, Shake Sonora. oh, so good, With which is another team. great one. Yeah, which I, part of I should have mentioned this at the beginning. We can only pick one dance scene from a movie and then that movie's done, so we had to pick between these two. Yeah, absolutely. We, we landed on uh, the deo song. This is
1: more fun. This is iconic.
0: It is. Um, do you know the guy at the at the table from uh, that they bring in town? That's Dick Cavett. Yeah. Do, do you remember the Dick Cavett show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was funny, but I guess he was really uh, a huge help in trying to get them to do the dance scene because for the hands that were inside of the shrimp under the table... Creepy. It, it was really hard for everybody to do the timing and he had a few tricks of the trade of his years of doing comedy and everything else to help guide them through that, but this... Put that song on the map for Harry Belafonte, who to, at ninety-one when he was getting older would always joke about how he had these young kids that were like into him now, and he couldn't wrap his head around that it was all from this movie Beetlejuice.
1: Yeah, and I like the frozen humiliation of everyone like, why am I dancing? Like this is the only way I could dance. Yeah, so I was possessed. I could do Othos. I yeah. could take. I could take I just, the like ice the bucket. Shaking, I running. could do the ice bucket upside down <laughs> and just move around. But yeah, I I love this. I love this movie.
0: I love this song. I love this dance. Love, love, love. Beetlejuice. Stop it. <laughs> He's not coming. <laughs> he will. How great would it be if we were like, Keaton, <laughs> Keaton, Keaton, and he just showed up. What, a 65-year-old Keaton comes yeah, in? That'd be awesome. Uh, number 22. This is one that I, I don't even know if a lot of people know about this movie, right? It's it's very obscure. It, it didn't get it got a lot of commercial success or right. anything. Uh, th- so Corey Feldman and Corey Haim, or Corey Ham as he's been known to have been called for time <laughs> to time, <laughs> they starred in a handful of movies with each Seven. other right but in the 80s of the seven that they starred with with each other they only did i think three with each other yeah three with each other the burbs lost boys licensed drive not the burbs Corey Haim was not in the burbs oh you're right yeah um lost boys licensed to drive and dream a little dream that's what this movie is dream a little dream
1: so i'm taking a stand <laughs> we need to cancel this right now why because it's terrible it's sad he's in this weird phase of loving michael jackson We don't put a single John Hughes in this entire list. That's sacrilegious. We need to go to Shermer High School and light 16 candles and apologize. I say Pretty in Pink, Ducky's Dance, Otis Redding instead. Is this the one you had such an issue with? (laughs) Let's put Pretty in Pink, Ducky in here. You can't just hijack the list like this. I'm not allowing it. I'm an Nope, I'm not allowing it. So I talk to our fans all the time. What are your favorite movies? You know, what's going on? Nobody said dream a little dream yet. This movie doesn't exist (laughs) to anybody. So... Let's give the people what they want. Max. Ducky. Max. I'm a
0: duck man. Max. I, I love Ducky. Your objection has been noted, and uh, I'm overriding your objection.
1: What? What? <laughs> The girl is terrible, too. She's in this little She's fake magic outfit. All right. All right. all
0: right. Listen, let's talk about this movie, because according to you, nobody's seen it. So I should at least tell people what it's about. Feldman plays a bratty teen who's obsessed with Michael Jackson, um, although he never openly even says that in the movie. Um, I mean, his um, but he is, he's is dressed, he's dressed dick, like Michael Jackson. The Red Sox. He's, yeah, he yeah. dances like Michael Jackson. His name's Bobby. This old couple decides, uh, the husband in particular, finds a way to like enter the dream world. Very Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy krueger right. except nobody's dying. And he convinces his wife to do it with him. And there's an accident. And Corey Feldman's character and the girl in this movie slam into the wife and the husband. And their dreams get mixed with each other. Their, their aura. You are literally <laughs> falling asleep while I'm it's so boring. this. I know. I'm sorry.
1: So anyways... Nightmare on Elm Street without murder. Right. Moring. Yeah, there you go. So yeah. the whole movie is basically uh, Bobby
0: and the girl, and they are being inhabited um, by the older people's bodies. And as a result of that, they go back and forth trying to learn how to dance and reconnect with each other. But there's a really nice dance scene to the song Dream a Little Dream, which is it was a classic from I think like Doris Day it was one of the, I mean, it's it's an old, old song, but it was remade by uh, Mickey Thomas, who is a lead singer of Starship. So that's kind of cool. I don't, I don't like it. I, I have wasted yeah. the last two minutes talking. Sleep, yeah. All right, moving along. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Dream a little dream. That's the one though. Everything 1989. Else. We're good. Fine. We're number good. number 22. Are you happy? No. No, you're not. When are, <laughs> you, when are you really happy? Uh moving on to number 21. This is a good one. I yeah. like this one. <laughs> Am I gonna wash the taste of Dream a Little Dream out of your mouth? For all with the this dorks one? out here. Revenge and the nerds, right? Woo! Lewis and Gilbert. Lewis and Lewis Skulnick and Gilbert Lowe.
1: Do you uh, laugh. What? Do the laugh. Oh, you want me to do the laugh? <laughs> pretty good it's pretty good you know he he stole it from james cromwell no yeah he did it in his test reel and lewis did the guy who was playing lewis didn't know what to do oh that's funny yeah that's really funny um so shout out to anthony
0: edwards yeah our guy goose goose r.i.p yeah um so this is kind of fun because i want to move away from the dance scene for just a minute and remind you of something so you may not have picked this up gilbert you know how he's the only one who really gets a girlfriend for most of the movie yeah and that girlfriend is an omega moo sorority and cool yeah um her name is judy And do you know who she's played by? Mm -hmm. Michelle Mayrink. I think I'm saying her last name right. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Jordan from Real Genius. Shut up. really? Yeah, it's Jordan from Real Genius. I was looking at her. I'm like, that is Jordan from Real Genius. I never put two and two together. So I looked it up. It's Jordan from Real Genius. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. I double checked on this. I would never come at you ever with any real genius. They are the exact same girl. Same girl. Can we take a break for a second? I need to look this yeah, up. Are we taking okay, a... You know what? Okay. Hit it. All right, Max, you had your five-second Google break. What'd you find? Yeah, this yeah, is correct. I told you. It blew my mind. I You thought you knew everything about real genius, and I just gave you something you didn't know. Technically, this is a revenge of the nerds fact. Yeah, well, back to revenge of the nerds. <laughs> so, revenge of the nerds, they uh they they get thrown out of the dorms. They Unjustly. They, unjustly. They can't join a fraternity because they're nerds. So they decide that they're going to create their own fraternity. Lambda,
1: Lambda, Lambda. They got to get a national uh, chapter to support them. You know what's a real Lambda, Lambda, Lambda now? What? No. Uh, well, it's hard to say, but uh, University of Connecticut in 2006 founded one. Oh, really? Yeah, that's because really really of funny. the movie. That's really funny.
0: <laughs> so in the movie, Revenge of the Nerds, Lambda Lambda, Tri-Lamb, we'll call them tri Yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, traditionally African-American yep. um, fr- fraternity. So that the... I the, like their boss man. He's yeah, cool. Yeah, UN. Yeah. Yeah, he's funny. So it's the the whole thing is hilarious, right? Because basically these nerds have to go to the tri to get them to kind of approve them. Yep. And you've got these like really like... Distinguished, very cool, long standing African American fraternity and a bunch of nerds. And they want really nothing to do with them. So they show up to the party. So they're at the party and. As, as they're at the party, the, the party's going awful. It's it's the worst. Like yeah. Nothing is going... That's how I act
1: at parties. It's it's super awful. Guys awkward. on one
0: side. At, at some point, um, Poindexter takes his violin out to play it because there's nothing fun going on. You know
1: what's funny? The violin song he's playing the entire time is a slowed down version of what he does at the end at the carnival. Oh, you're kidding. No. So that he's been really practicing funny. the whole time. That's funny. So
0: he... The, it's going downhill and Booger, the genius he is... Curtis Armstrong. ...decides that by giving everyone drugs at the party, that'll kick things up a notch, <laughs> which he was Not right. Wrong. He was not wrong. And immediately after those drugs are handed out, you hear Michael Jackson's thriller kick on at the party and you see some dancing. Yeah. You see, we start off with Poindexter, who gets a little bit of the excitement in his feet and then starts shaking back and forth. Of all the dancing that takes on, which is, it's hysterical across the board. Like, even UN, the straight-laced tri you see him kind of break down for yeah, yeah. a quick second. Of Lamar all the, dancing, too, is fun. Who? Lamar. Oh, Lamar. Yeah, Lamar's hilarious. Of all the dancing, my favorite is Booger, who's going nuts dancing with two Omega Moose, who looks at them and says, damn, you Moose sure can party. <laughs>
1: That's probably my favorite line from the whole movie. You know he didn't want to be in this movie? Well, you're kidding. No. Oh, he's he's like, like the best in the whole movie. He's like, I'll do any other role. Well, think about it. The rest of his life, he kind of got pigeonholed as yeah. this guy. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. <laughs> Risky business. Risky business. Uh, he, was, he was great in Risky Business. Yeah, he wasn't he, that guy in Risky Business. No, but he's always this kind of sleazy friend. He had way more range in Risky Business. Yeah. I agree well, with you. Yeah. 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 But uh, So that's our dance he's scene. He's sleazy is. in Risky Business. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. He was great. The but phone he, call. I, I, all the, I mean, they brought him back for like Revenge of the Nerds 10 in yeah. like 1999. You know he plays snot on American Dad? No. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. That's really, really funny. <laughs> um, so that's our uh, number 21, Revenge of the Nerds, our 21 ranked. 21st. 80s, 21st ranked. <laughs> 21,
1: 21 ranked. 21-er. God, I am,
0: I am terrible. Moving along to number 20. Max, the 1985 Pig and the Poke winners, the Griswolds, on their way for a National Lampoon European vacation.
1: You come, big strong man. <laughs> the dance, My German's not so hot. That's terrible. The German is...
0: is you, got, uh, I, you got it. I got who you were referring to. Later, uh Clark in Germany, decides of course to get the full Bavarian outfit. Got but it. They got. They got it. Um, would you? If you went, would you do that? I'd go for it. I'm totally that kind
1: of guy. I, yeah.
0: My family would be humiliated, much like the Griswolds. <laughs> I basically am Clark Griswold. But you know,
1: makes this makes this scene great is that the family really is getting along and loving and supporting him. Yeah. Like Audrey's happy. She's yeah. eating a pretzel. <laughs> she's like, "Come on, Dad, get out there." That's amazing. Ellen's having fun. Like it's the first time R- where Rusty's
0: I'm a- making out with the local town girl. Yeah, I didn't want
1: to bring that up because. <laughs> It's a PG show. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. But Claudia, yeah, it's all right. It's all Claudia. right.
0: Claudia. Oh, that's funny. Um, I
1: hate you for that.
0: Up. Well, no, but the best part about that is that. Get, in, get in, away from it. The, away. No, I'm not going to get away from the midst of them making out the town bells ring. And yeah. she's like, oh, the bells have not rung since the, the emergency of 1850 or whatever. Because basically, distracted. At that I know, point. yeah. Because basically, <laughs> you're the one who needs to move on. I'm fine. So he's in the Bavarian outfit. Um, they're at Oktoberfest or the, the actual something like that. Yeah. And he gets called up on stage to dance. This is this is vintage Chevy Chase. Yep. He is a physical comedian. When he was on Saturday Night Live and he would play like Gerald Ford, he'd fall down putting so the, cool. the I mean, like he he's so funny. And this is got to be on, improvised. This right? is him peacocking yeah. everywhere. I mean, this is just him. i laughing, punching. so funny. So as they're doing the dancing on stage, that is our, that's our dancing. That is a great dance. Scene. Yeah.
1: It feels like Charlie Chaplin-esque. You yes. don't need sound. Absolutely.
0: So coming in at 20, European vacation. I like this one. Chevy. Uh, Clark. Mo- mo- Clark, right? And then who would yell Chevy? Uh, but Chevy's mo- a fun name yeah. Moving on from one Chevy Chase movie to another Chevy Chase movie. At number 19 of our top 25, the 1986 romantic thriller. It's not a romantic thriller. No. I just <laughs> couldn't think of what to call it. Uh, the Three Amigos. Lucky, Dusty,
1: and Ned. Max, I take the dance out of it. I love this movie. So, did Tropic Thunder rip this off? Actors a little mm, bit. Actors not knowing that they're not a in a movie. A little bit, a little
0: bit, right? Yeah, I just got that vibe. Um, although I don't remember in Tropic Thunder ever hearing "All for each other and all <laughs> for one, the three amigos." The they are foot high five. There are so many funny parts of this movie that I, I like talk about like quoted movies that go underappreciated every single time that I'm looking for something or my friends and I are up to no good. They'll always be a you two
1: look up here, look up here. <laughs> I like the call and return and no one's answering. Yeah. It's like yeah. everybody. And they're like, what is going on? It's the whole movie. It's the butt shaking. Everything about It's great.
0: The, the, the spur the, sounds. The, the
1: singing bush. Yeah. I love the spur sounds. <laughs> yeah. Everything about this is great.
0: So the dance scene is of course, they roll into town uh, again for quick uh, kind of reference. The Three Amigos is a movie about three actors who play the Three Amigos who get hired because in a, in a small town of Santa Poco, Mexico, uh, they think that they're real. They don't realize they're actors. So they hire them to go up against the evil El Guapo and bring peace to their village. Right. While they're there, uh, they also have some Germans who are either selling or buying guns. I can't remember to the El Guapo. Yep. I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember if they're buying or selling them. Irrelevant. The the one uh the one real nasty guy comes to this local bar before them and the guy's being made fun of for looking all fancy and nice and he basically shoots everybody up and says, I hope you treat my friends nicer when they show up. So when the three Migos show up at this bar, everyone's terrified of them. Right. Not realizing they are the three softest pillows in the world. Yep. So to break the ice, I can't remember if it was Steve Martin that turns to Martin Shorten and is basically like, "Ned, why don't we, you know, why don't we soften the crowd a little bit?" Yeah, they got Chevy to play play the piano. Oh, it was great! Yeah. It was great, and they do a little "My Little Buttercup" has the sweetest a smile, a smile. <laughs>
1: It's so weird. It was a
0: great scene.
1: It's a great dance scene and song scene. You know, the director was facing manslaughter charges while his movie was going on. You really took the wind out of the excitement. <laughs> I, mean, I just got done singing "My
0: Little Buttercup," and you are like, "Sure, if I should say And you are like, uh. "Pop," <laughs> just de de-aired the balloon. It's great. Thanks, Max. Great. You know that story or no? I don't want to know that story. I love this movie. Oh,
1: John Landis and manslaughter. That's
0: oh, you know what? Yeah, I did know that because uh, it's interesting. I was just uh, reading an article the other day that the friction between Eddie Murphy and John Landis. Um, regarding coming to america Mm. is because of this very issue so i guess eddie murphy didn't show up to like any of the trial and didn't support him at all so after that when they did coming to america there was all this friction between the two of them because of eddie murphy's lack of support
1: interesting it's also why spies like us got made because he didn't he couldn't work with any studio so working with warner brothers who was a studio he was with at the time was the only way he could show he could still be uh, hired in Hollywood. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So he didn't want to do spies like us. That's which I love spies like yeah. us. That's funny. Sorry, I took us on a date. Oh, no, that's
0: great. It's super sad. Thanks for bringing <laughs> it up manslaughter. Uh, anyways, Dancing in um, a funeral. Leaving El Guapo uh, and, and moving <laughs> to a, a plethora. We moved yeah. to a plethora of other options. Uh, we are now moving from our 19 out of 25 to our 18 out of 25. Uh, what's with you and counting? I'm not good at it when I'm doing the podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> I Hate you so much. Carry the four seven. Divide by two. <laughs> uh, coming in at eighteen. Bruce Leroy and the Last Dragon. I forgot how much I
1: love this movie. It,
0: Barry Gordy. I yeah. mean, Barry Gordy. It, it's 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 great, right? Like he was uh, Tyler Perry, right? So I think of like Tyler Perry and kind of like culturally what he does, and and Barry Gordy made a really big point of his career. I mean, he 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 is the he's the Godfather of Motown. Yeah. You know, like what he did for African-Americans for music, for culture is incredible. Like Barry Gordy. Yeah. yeah. He's a monster. Right. So he puts together, I wouldn't even call it a satire. I would just say it's kind of like, you know, the, the,
1: it's like little shop of horror kind of vibe. No. Like culty.
0: No, I mean. So you're thinking more of how it was received. I'm thinking more of how it was put out, right? So you have enter the dragon, which is yep. Bruce Lee. And then you have the last dragon, which is Bruce Leroy. Um, you got show enough. You got all yeah. these amazing characters.
1: All right. by the way. Sad. Oh, he died a while ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. You know, he didn't practice any karate for this movie. <laughs> it's very clear. He <laughs> yeah. didn't practice any karate for this movie. Um, I love this
0: movie. Uh, so there is a really kind of odd scene in this movie that leads Super to, the, weird. to the dance part of it. So Bruce Leroy, um, finds like a a fortune on a fortune cookie and that fortune he has to find the master. So in his search for the master, so he can become the master, he goes to the, uh, the factory that makes these fortune cookies and he runs into a, some hoodlums out there are, he runs into a gang of asian employees for that factory with mesh tank tops one glove right the middle dude looks like he's 40 right well so, so, it's so funny because like in our in our and i try as best i can to be very politically correct but it's almost very difficult to explain <laughs> the scene because there's a lot of cultural appropriation so i'll just kind of at a high level you have three asian guys that are basically culturally appropriating urban behavior you have blues. Bruce Leroy who's culturally appropriating Asian culture and the juxtaposition of that when the two of them interact with each other is what leads to music dance it's scene dancing. It's, it's bad dancing. It's horrible yeah. dancing. The song, do you know what the name of the song no, is? No, I did not look it up. It's Sukiyaki Hot Saki Sue <laughs> by Mad <laughs> Dog. That's the name of the song that they're dancing to. So it's, it's a hilarious dance scene. It's absurd and it makes our list at number 18. Yeah, I don't know how
1: I feel about this one after all that. <laughs>
0: yeah, right? Well, yeah. You, at least there was no manslaughter charges on this yeah. one. But shout out to Barry Gordy, this entire movie. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it. Uh, check out The Last Dragon. And a giant boombox. I love a good giant boombox. Uh, you do. I mean, it's not uh, say anything, but it's, it's close. Lloyd Dobblers. So moving on from 18 to number 17. This one's insane. Insane. The, if you ever wondered <laughs> why Crispin Glover got casted in Back to the Future as George McFly, And also, if you wondered how weird is Crispin Glover, look no further than our selection at number 17. So weird. (laughs) Friday the 13th, the final chapter, 1984. Are you a fan of the Friday the 13th movies? I haven't seen any of them. Really? Are oh, you hate horror films?
1: You're going to have to make me watch all of them in a week and I'm going to have nightmares for So
0: we're eventually going to go through a little I know people love 80s horror. Uh, I know we're going to go through a, I'm sorry it'll be, everybody. It'll, it'll be good though because you'll get your initial reactions. It'll be like a lot of what we do right now where I've seen some of these and you get your initial reactions.
1: The fly still creeps me out every time I think about it. Yeah. I saw it when I was like 12. I've got a lot of movies for you to watch. Uh, a lot. Just the hair on his back Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be terrifying. When he pukes up sugar and stuff. So this movie takes
0: place where it's shocking, where the where its predecessor did. So this is the fourth Friday the 13th. Um, it came out in 1984, which, by the way, in the 80s, there were eight Friday the 13th movies. That's just in the all? 80s. That's just in the 80s. There are eight of these Am that I came out. To see them yeah, all? you have to watch every one. How many nightmares? Why Can you not hear your sad puppy voice? You'll be fine. You mm. <laughs> look so sad right now. All right. So this is the fourth picks up where the third one left off where Shocker Jason Voorhees is dead. So in this in this <laughs> no. movie, I know. In this movie, he escapes the morgue and goes back to Crystal Lake. I don't care. How many times or how many people tell me that he would be dead? I would never go to Crystal Lake. Like, yeah. well, why would you want to go there? No. It makes no sense to me. But whatever. And if things get amorous, you're going to get killed. Right. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. So he, <laughs> Corey Feldman's in this movie. No way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shocker. So um, slightly better. Yeah. So, so there's a scene where they're, they're, they're all partying. And Crispin Glover goes up to this you're girl. Right I can't. This is so absurd. If, if For the people listening to this, they probably have no idea what I'm talking about. When you YouTube this or Google it, you're going to die at how weird this is. So he asked this girl to dance with him. The song that's playing, if the, let's talk about the song that's playing. It's by a band called Swarmicide. S-w- right. S-W-A-R-M-I-C-I-D-E. Do you know what the name of the song is? Anthrax. Hey, Ted, where the hell's the corkscrew? Now, That's the name of the song. And shortly after this dance scene, Crispin Glover says, Hey, Ted, where the hell's the corkscrew? And Jason Voorhees slams the corkscrew into his hand. So literally the song is named after him saying, Hey, Ted, where the hell's the corkscrew? Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, The... The original dance scene itself was done to ACDC's "Back in Black." That's actually what they were playing, but um, I'm guessing for cost. He doesn't look
1: like he's dancing to that. Yeah, I,
0: I'm guessing. it Doesn't look like he's dancing to anything. It's like he
1: got stuck in an electrical socket.
0: It's it's hilarious. It it is our it is our definitely our number seventeen, and it's hilarious. So moving from slasher films to uh, our emotional next, slasher, our films. emotional slasher, our family no, slasher, number sixteen, coming in at number sixteen, the 1983 Joyride. National Lampoon Vacation. This is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> Clark Griswold and the Gang, the one that started it all. I mean, this is this yeah, is a great. John movie. Hughes too. See, and you were having your nervous breakdown earlier about how John he Hughes wrote, wasn't on this list. He did and direct there you write this go. too? Yeah, John Hughes wrote it and Harold Ramis directed it. Right? Yeah.
1: Okay. A little different. A little different. But, but we get Ramis he, in there. Hughes too. is there. Yeah. Hughes is
0: there. That's all you need to know. So the dance scene in this you got uh, Christy Brinkley in the Ferrari 308 GTS and that so, maybe that was Hughes's uh, contribution he must love Ferraris right So
1: who's the dude next to her in the Ferrari There's a dude wearing suspenders who like is clearly part of the Ferrari.
0: When at the tr- uh, you talking about the truck
1: stop yeah. when they're he's standing I, on the other side maybe maybe
0: he's just a creep because he's not driving with her when she's actually driving the car no
1: there's a truck next to them too yeah but he's he's unreasonably
0: close to the Ferrari well, I I didn't look into it that much okay. we'll have to dig into that <laughs> um, but at the at the pit stop where they take their blanket out and they put their sandwiches down uh, we have
1: um, our. <laughs> We have our you dance right? scene. No, this, is just, this scene is so funny. They pile out of the wagon queen <clears throat> family truckster.
0: You have to understand this is such a dad thing.
1: It's such a dad. Dance. Because like
0: dads don't get looked at by any okay. women anymore. Well, it's all el-
1: elbows and eyebrows. Right, too. right. Yeah.
0: Like so like for, for me, like if, if like any beautiful woman like looked at me silly, I would be so uncomfortable. I would act exactly like yeah. this. Yeah, sexy know sandwich play. Yeah. I'd be, like in the face. I'd hit my face <laughs> with a sandwich. I'd be like, hey, I'm dancing. So the song is uh, Little Boy Sweet. Um, which was June Pointer, the youngest of the Pointer sisters. Did mm. you know that? I did not. I, now you do. And uh, I love that they're dancing. And, and again, like his wife and the kids and Aunt Edna are a few feet away. And you all of a sudden hear, why are these sandwiches wet? <laughs> it's so gross. Aunt Edna's dog pissed all over the food. <laughs>
1: and Aunt Edna just goes
0: for it. And after. while he's dancing, he just spits the sandwich out and goes back to dancing. Why is Chrissy Brinkley into him? I don't know, but it's <laughs> great. It's absolutely great. Uh, that is, that's a Bad I, fantasy I, camp. This is our number 16 dancing. I love it. Uh, so moving from from, well, actually, to be fair, Max, before I even moved from 16, uh, all this dancing has really kind of worn me out a little bit. Do you think maybe we should just pause, catch our breath and do our ad? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Time to talk about time our for some punch. I love it. Mm. Some <laughs> punch. Buzz in the Towers brought to you by Capsiva Pain Relieving Gel. And I can tell you that if you're sitting at a table across from a guy who has to go to the bathroom every 25 minutes, you're going to get arthritis, (laughs) you're going to get muscle soreness, psoriasis. Um, Capsiva is all natural. It's okay. (laughs) Capsiva is all natural and designed to increase blood flow for the healing and pain relief process. Uh, Try it for free at capsiva.com. That's C-A-P-S-I-V-A.com. And, uh, you know, Max, I'm an old man and I need this kind of stuff. It works is it's, it's great stuff.
1: Yeah. It's like Wilford Brimley and cocoon. You know what I mean? It's you feel revitalized.
0: It, that's exactly what it's like. Buzz in the tower is also brought to you by Lindsay Larrabee photography. Uh, if you have checked out our website, hopefully you have, you've seen the amazing photos that were put up there. Lindsay, so good. Yeah, Lindsay and her team did all of those. She teased my hair. She was, she was fun to work with. Uh, just made the whole experience really exciting for us. She has been taking photos of families, children, and smiles in Metro Detroit since 2017. Um, She loves what she does, and it shows. She works with her clients, catches everything in the moment, and adores watching the connections and relationships unfold in front of her lens. If you mention Buzz in the Tower, you get $25 off any family session in 2021. You can find Lindsay on our website under our sponsors page. Uh, Check her up and get some work done. She is fantastic.
1: Yeah, she made us look good. She can make anyone look good.
0: All right, now that I'm rested and the ads have been done,
1: let's uh, hop back into this. This is our first real dance scene, I uh, think. Well, yeah. Like I mean, professional level. The Three Amigos was a professional level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Think about it. Have we no, done- actually, Dream a Little Dream was a professional level that dance is- scene,
0: and you had a nervous breakdown
1: and made me throw it off the list, every time which I he, won't. Every time he did a move, He's like, huh? Come on! And then waits a few seconds, yeah. and then doesn't. You know, that's not how you dance.
0: That's that's the magic of dance. I, are you really the person that should be saying that's not how you dance? Because that's how I would dance. I would do one move. I'd be like, look, if you can dance like Corey Feldman and Dream a Little de- Dream, I'd be impressed. Out of all these movies, I feel like I could dance the best. Like that, maybe, maybe. I think you could do Johnny Five's dance, <laughs> giant robot suit. Yeah, just yeah. zooming around. Uh, coming in at number fifteen on our top twenty-five list of eighties movie dances we've got the teen musical drama taking place in New York, Fame,
1: 1980. Watch it last night. You did? Yeah. What'd you think? Loved it. It's really good. It's like every theater kid's fantasy camp. Right. It's like we're here, we have problems, we're loud, we're crying, but we're talented.
0: Dancing, singing, acting, stand-up comedy, following Coco, Ralph, Leroy and Lisa. It's it's And Bruno. Yeah. It's a pretty wild movie. Yeah. Um it's interesting because you like, I don't, there's not even a part of me that understands this movie. No, I have no talent. It's a
1: different culture. Right. Like
0: I, I I always fall back on like, show me a movie where like a high school football player is confused about life. No,
1: I like (laughs) movies where it's, I get to go into a world I never knew. Yeah, That's
0: what this is. I liked it for the same reason. Um, and (laughs) I think you'll really appreciate this, but, for as much as I think this is like an odd movie, I knew about the song before I knew about the movie. Like you I won the Oscar. Yeah, I loved the song. Like I, I, I remember hearing the song growing up, singing to the song. I didn't even know it was attached to the movie until I was probably in my twenties.
1: Yeah, by Irene Cara, the mm-hmm. girl who actually played uh, Coco. Right. Absolutely. You, you know what's crazy? You know what's playing in this in the actual scene when they were filming it? They mm-hmm. hadn't finished the song. It's mm-hmm. Donna Summer's. Uh, oh, really? Stuff. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Which actually, they've they've gotten a lot of slack for saying they copied the song.
0: Really? Yeah. Does it's, it have like a similar beat to it? Yeah. Or? I guess it kind of does. Yeah. That's funny.
1: Yeah. Um. The, so the scene that we're talking
0: about, the cab pulls into downtown. Bruno's dad, Mr. Yeah. Martelli.
1: Okay. Today, 46th street, tomorrow, <laughs> Madison square garden. Like what a proud papa. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, you got to like glow like this. You wanna, oh, absolutely. Yeah. When also, when your kids, all that
0: white tape deck and just like throw the cassette into my cab
1: and blast it down the street. Like When your kids play soccer, you're like that, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the score goal, I'm like fame. You're gonna live forever. <laughs> You're gonna stop
1: traffic on Fifth Avenue. That's amazing.
0: But yeah, I mean the dance scene's amazing. They're all like they fill the streets. It's choreographed. It it's is great. It,
1: it is laughable though that they listen and they hear the song and it's like the first time they've heard music. It's a great movie. That scene is fun to watch and it is it's it's a great dance scene. Yeah. You for, know who got rejected for this movie? Who? Tom Cruise, Patrick Swayze, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Patrick Swayze surprises me. Yeah. Did they just think he was too handsome,
0: like too like they wanted more gritty? Or I think
1: everyone looks, you know, young. Yeah, yeah. he's like a bulking. Big actually only he's only like five eight five nine, I think. This was in nineteen eighties. So I mean he was pretty young. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's odd. Maybe he got nervous. I guess so, right? Uh Max,
0: this next one, moving from fifteen to fourteen. What was this? <laughs> this next one is this has got such a place in my heart. This you isn't a dancing. Know. This is the best movie. This is carnival. <laughs> no, tricks. this is
1: the best. This is going to the circus Max, stop
0: it right now. There's a dance scene in this movie that we're gonna talk about. It's not a
1: dance scene.
0: Max, this movie's rad. Yes. I mean, no, it's actually rad. Like I know. That's the name of the movie. Yeah, this isn't who's 19, first, 19, 1986 BMX adventure,
1: rad. Original title, by the way, Balls Out. Oh, I thought it was radical. <laughs> no, Balls Out was an original title. That's amazing. Uh,
0: Crew Jones wants to win the BMX race called Hell Track. Oh, Hell Track. And this is a big deal because he's got to decide whether or not he wants to qualify for Hell Track or he wants to take the SATs and go to college. And he, he is committed. Do both? No, he can't do both. <laughs> by the way. Let me tell you the one thing about this movie you should appreciate. Do you know who the wet blanket is who's killing his sporting career and doesn't want him to do it? Do you know who it is? It's Talia Shore. Who's that? Uh, you don't know who that is. How about Rocky Balboa's wife? Oh, Adrian. Adrian. Okay. The, the ultimate movie wet, wet blanket. blanket. Yeah. She ruins everything. What's Lori Laughlin doing
1: <laughs> this movie?
0: Uh, she's amazing. She has great hair. She is. This is is before she went to a federal (laughs) penitentiary. Oh, it is. It's much before. I think this is well before any of the stuff that she did. This is one of her first breakout movies.
1: Talk about bicycles on a dance floor. Listen, this is not dancing. (laughs) Crew
0: goes in this town. The dance is not about dancing. This is
1: it gymnastics or figure
0: skating. It's amazing. They do a BMX boogie scene where you've got a BMX. It's amazing, and you've got you've got your girl Lori. L- L- I can't even say her last name. Laughlin. Laughlin. Thank you, Lori Laughlin. Uh, you've got crew. They meet on the dance floor, and not only do they meet on the dance floor not only do they have this amazing scene but they're doing it to a great 80s song send me an angel by
1: real life right <laughs> now i didn't like it what i thought like sweet dreams by the rhythms would have been that's no who cares okay i'm not getting this, this isn't radical cool. 80s this isn't
0: radical 80s uh, jams but the the point that i'm making to you above and beyond everything else is this is absolutely a dance scene. And you've got like these open arms, like Lori Laughlin like
1: cruising on her bike. It's amazing. So you've been to a few dances in your life, right? I have. No, this has never happened. You've never seen a bicycle on dance? I have to think. Ever? I'm going to do some research on that. Okay well First, don't under don't, any listeners out there <laughs> shout me out when this actually happens it's, it's 19 <laughs> love to hear it listen, love to hear it. this is
0: a big deal in the movie the one guy who's i think either sponsoring the race he's supposed to be the Seems drunk the ceo of mongoose and and you probably don't know about any of this but like the bike mongoose, like when I was this age, this is the bike I had to have. Now, you know me. Am I a biker? Do no. I do BMX biking? Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't no, know you were absolutely before not. you were a no, Absolutely not. Um, I, I was for, a big wheel guy. I forced my parents to spend an obscene amount of money on this bike because I've already had it. This is this is huge. BMX biking in the 80s is was literally the jam if you were a kid. Yeah, biking, not yeah. dancing. But well, they had pegs on the back of the bike. My bike had pegs so I could do tricks and dancing. I never did any, but I could have done dancing. <laughs> sure. Max, I hate you. Um <laughs> So moving, moving on from (laughs) some actual dancing, let's go from our 14th pick. uh, This movie, this movie, dancing aside, is one of my favorite movies. Um, I love Airplane. So good. The Zucker brothers and Jim Abrams, the three of them are responsible for some of the best slapstick movies ever. Yeah, satire. Ever. Like fast forward. Are you going to bring them hot shots again? Of course, because hot shots is awesome. But even they individually broke off from each other. Like one of them did ghost. One of the Zucker brothers was who
1: did ghost. No way. Yeah. Then, uh, basically. Isn't, isn't that sad? That's not a 1980s movie. It is. It's then, 90, right? then basketball. One, one of them, one, one of them was basketball. responsible for basketball. Steve Perry. I Steve think, Perry. I
0: think they've had their hands in some of the scream, uh, movies as well. With Buzz Craven? Was it Scream? It was It was one of them. Maybe it was like not another scary movie or one of like the slapstick ones. Those are the satire ones. Yeah, I can't remember. But the, the, the bottom line is these guys wrote the book on slapstick. Yeah. Starting with Airplane, the Naked Gun movies. Like, how could you not love those? Hot Shots. Like, yes, Hot Shots, part one <laughs> and two. <laughs> They're the best. Part deux. Part deux. Um, Airplane is the original, right? The original slapstick. There's just yeah, there's killed, so much great in here. It, there's so much great.
1: It killed the disaster movies of the 70s. Right. Because they're like, well, we can't do that anymore. Well, this
0: was specifically making fun of that one disaster movie. Uh, oh, Towering Inferno and Leviathan. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, you're good. Um, so Ted Stryker and Elaine Dickinson. Great name. Ted Stryker. 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 Oh. Pow. <laughs> um, they're doing uh, flashbacks of how they met each
1: other. And they're pinch this- me. Yeah. <laughs> That was so great. There's so many <laughs> great things in here. Whoever the dude in the striped shirt who just starts dancing to the Bee Gees, that like guy with the suspenders. Yeah. I love that they're guy. They're great. They're the great. So,
0: so they're, they're doing their flashback of how they met. And she uh, they, there's like a bar fight. It's this dingy, crappy bar in the middle of nowhere. This guy gets his head thrown into a uh, uh, jukebox, which kicks into um, the Bee Gees staying alive. 10%
1: faster than normal. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And it's totally, again, it's spoofing saturday night fever well he's
1: wearing the cream suit with the
0: purple which by the way like talk about the staying power of saturday night fever saturday night fever gets spoofed all the time like that entire scenario, oh yeah it's great the it's, finger in the air the little the dance move everything so um i love like he's he's saying you know but luck would be on my side that night and then someone stabs the guy <laughs> in the back who's dancing he's with her pointing to it. and and ah. and then she's like <laughs> mimicking the dance of pointing to the stab in the back and then uh they the, like when he throws his finger in the air he throws his jacket off like yeah, it, stage comes right right and it throws back at him <laughs> um so yeah i mean this is uh, the there's so many great parts they're doing the usually when you see that one dance move where the woman's legs are wrapped around the guy and she's spinning around the room and this one they flipped it and then striker was the one being spun around and then thrown um the whole thing and the, the br- russian leg dance oh my gosh yeah. how'd they
1: do that they put them on strings they have yeah. wire yeah holding them up. i was like whoa <laughs> it was great the Strikers whole thing got is moved. great so airplane the that dance move our number 13 choice Last uh, movie with Ethel Merman too, by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> it makes yeah, me laugh every time she starts singing in the hospital. <laughs> I had to bring it up. I'm sorry,
0: it's okay. The movie's great. There's, we should we could do we should do an airplane yeah. episode. Oh Kareem
1: Abdul Jabbar! Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. why don't you hit, tell your dad <laughs> to hustle up <laughs> and down <laughs> the court? Do you like movies about gargoyles? <laughs> Have you ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> Made in 34 days, by the
0: way. Shirley, you (laughs) jest. I never jest, and don't Don't call call me me Shirley. Shirley. Um, All right, let's move on. uh, This is the one that I thought you were going to contest and have the biggest fit about, not um, Dream a Little Dream. So when you lean that heavy into hilarity, I'm fine with it. This movie is, again, one of those little hidden gem movies that not a lot of people have seen, or maybe I'm wrong. I've seen this movie a thousand times. My sister's seen it a thousand times, but you'll probably tell me nobody's seen it. Uh,
1: Teen Witch. So originally it was supposed to be the female version of Teen Wolf. Oh really? Yeah, they had oh, the same cool. lettering, tagline, shell of a plot. Oh wow! Yeah, very cool. Well, Teen Witch, uh,
0: we've got Robin Lively who's playing uh, Louise Miller, and she finds out. You sure about that? No, not at <laughs> all. I can't. I haven't seen this. This is one I've not seen in, in easily ten or fifteen years. But I've seen it a dozen big times. Big question mark at uh, the end of Big question that. marks. Um, she finds out she's got magical powers. And what do you do if you have magical powers? You obviously make you a spell. Box. No, you make a spell to make yourself the most popular girl. All right. Because I want to be the most popular girl. I want to be Bezos or Elon Musk. <laughs> I want to be the most popular girl. She had it right. That's what Weird. I'm not, uh, na, 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 na. I wish I knew the rest of the words. This is like when I try to sing Footloose. Caboose. Spruce Footloose. Moose. I want to be the most popular girl.
1: <laughs> Bees. Ten Bees. This
0: is so terrible. <laughs> it's really bad radio. Oh, anyways. Um. So her best friend Polly, who you know, classic kid, becomes popular. Ditches her friend that was with her before. That's what you gotta do? Uh, clearly. So before she's totally blown off her friend, she does her. She does her a solid. Her friend has a crush on local beatbox uh, dancer and musician Rhett.
1: I'm king, and they know it. <laughs> See, you love it. You
0: love it. Um, and I'm hot, and you're not. <laughs> They're on their bikes. They'd just gotten done playing tennis, maybe. And I think because they had tennis rackets. I'm, again, scratching. Sure. The, I'm scratching the deep crevices of my memory right I like now. the Lloyd Dobler car they're hanging yeah, out with, though. There you that go. That is a Malibu. Um, they, They're they on their bike, and Polly's saying how she wished she was more confident and she could talk to this guy. So they see uh, Rhett and his boys hanging out by the car with the um with the boombox. So um, the witch throws a little spell, gives her friend Polly some confidence, and we get top that. It's so bad. It's, it's a great
1: dance scene and musical. Well, I'm here to say, and I like to think, and it remi- the only the rapper I rem- I'm reminded of is Curtis Blow. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where yes, it's like, I know "What you're talking about? How you doing? It's a Monday. <laughs> you ever experienced a Monday before? <laughs> like, how did rap turn from that to like what it is now, dude? This
0: is this is great. This is some original. O- I like the OG talk. stuff from '89. <laughs> All right, fine, whatever. The the but the daughter who played the lead in this. This is funny. Uh, I don't think you've seen this movie. Have you seen um, Wildcats yet? Nope. With Goldie Hawn? It's on my list. Yeah, it's, it's good. And she plays the daughter. And she also plays the girl in the third Karate Kid movie, the only Karate Kid movie where there's not a love interest. So, like, LaRusso... Loves Elizabeth Shue in the first one, right. the girl in Okinawa in the second one. Mm-hmm. But in the third one, he's just friends with a girl, and that is this girl.
1: Interesting. Yeah,
0: so there you go. All right, moving on from uh, number 12 to our last one for the day, and then we're done with part one.
1: This is the last dance. This <clears throat> is the star light dance. What's it called when they have the star spot dance?
0: I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Like the you have like the prom king and queen together have their dance? Or like I, I, Where did you grow up? Starlight dance.
0: Okay, starlight dance. Here's our starlight sounds, dance. Sounds right. No, doesn't... it doesn't. I'll let you Google that later. Um, <laughs> so, number 11 is, this is a great one. And really, this kind of sets the tone for what the top 10 is going to be on the next episode because we're really starting now to get into, in, into the good stuff, quote unquote. Um, real dancing. Real dancing. Coming to America, uh, which is a 1988 John Landis gig like we mentioned before and uh this is this is eddie murphy at his best presenting miss amani aziz so it's it's funny colonel aziz or Izzy is it Izzy or aziz aziz colonel aziz who presented his daughter and said you know i'm here to present my daughter do you know what movie he's in and i when i looked at his face when i rewatched this i'm like it has to be him and then i looked it up and i was right go for it he is king willie from predator 2
1: Shut up! Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Remember the the Jamaican drug lord who like can read the 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 future and has all the voodoo stuff? That's King Willie. Weird. Yeah, that's him.
1: I don't know if I like that.
0: <laughs> was, uh, two different roles. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so Prince Akeem Eddie Murphy is with his dad James Earl Jones King Joffer Joffer. Yep, Vader. Our boy Vader. Uh, they're also hanging out with Semi. Arsenio Hall. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Are you excited to see the sequel to this? I'm kind of excited to see the
1: sequel to this. Not really. Really? Wesley Snipes looks fun. Yeah. I, I'll, be I like this. I'll be into I like be broke Wesley Snipes. I'll be into
0: this. So they're in Zamunda, um, which is a country in Africa. Yep. And um, Colonel Aziz, Aziz has just offered his daughter. And as a part of that offering, um, the Prince, excuse me, King uh, Joffer jo- Why do I say his name wrong? Joffy. you think thinking Joffrey? I am Game thinking, of thinking of Joffrey. Joffrey. The King accepts the offer. And as a result, they do this ceremonial dance. And it's it like 40 people. It's more than 40. I think, you think right? so. Uh, well, maybe it's 40. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a it's wild. It's very the choreographing. Everything is awesome. Backflips chanting. Do you know all the stories behind this? Because it's pretty wild. Do you know, cool stuff. yeah. So you do know this. You go, you go.
1: Paula Abdul. Yeah. So yeah. do you know
0: the stories behind her getting the job and everything? Because it's wild. No. All right. So Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall had season tickets to Lakers.
1: Games. She's a Laker girl. She was
0: a Laker girl at the time. She was 17 years old. Okay, she was a Laker girl, and she was also choreographing for Janet Jackson. Right. Landis says, "I want the girl who's choreographing for Janet Jackson." So they all meet, and Paula Abdul talking about this is like, "There's I read this article that was like her quotes. It was wild. She was super nervous. <laughs> I don't know if she's trustworthy nowadays. She, she, she's kind she, of all, you know, all over the, the place. place. Fair, fair. <laughs> but I mean, for her, this is a huge deal. I mean, think about it. Right? Yeah. It's it's 1988, Eddie an Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah. And like, if you didn't think you could get any higher on the level of like popularity and success than working with Janet Jackson and the Lakers. Eddie Murphy's probably the name that gets you there. She's trying to act a little bit more mature, a little bit older than she actually is because she wants to get the job. Yeah, You're 17. Landis meets her and is like, what are you like 16 years old? And she goes, no, I'm 19. Yeah. But she literally was like just turning either, I think 17 or 18 when they met. Um, So she does all the choreography for
1: the dance scene.
0: And I think that's like wild, right? It doesn't surprise She's so talented. I know she's a little bit odd, but no, she's so talented. No, the biggest crush on her her so m- talented. The
1: mole, her and Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That was my first. Uh, but yeah,
0: that is for sure number 11 on our top 25 list. That's, that's our number 11.
1: You ever seen the Busta Rhymes video? Put your hands on my eyes, can see? No. So it's a complete reenactment of this. It's Oh, you're kidding? It's really good. Oh, that's really fun. But like sped up in this weird way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I'll have to take a look at that. Yeah. So culturally, it kind of still, everyone knows that dance. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you can put it on a Doritos commercial today and everyone
0: yeah. would be like, oh. Coming to America is a great movie. Uh, Max, of our top 25 list, we have just completed the We've first, through. first 15. And in part two, we're going to jump into our top 10. Shimmy. So, Max, I'm excited to introduce a new element, a a new, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Arrow in the quiver, is that right? We doing Robin Hood? What yeah, are we doing? A little new Arrow in the quiver. I can't believe I knew that. Uh, the first official Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight.
1: Woo, spotlight!
0: Max, I don't need to tell you this because you are the social media manager of Buzz in the Tower.
1: I am? Oh my you God. Are, you are. <laughs> vice president of social media. I need business cards made uh, up. Big
0: time. Big time. But um, there are all these people that have these incredible Instagram pages. Uh, even the people that don't have these Instagram pages, we just have some fans out there that we get messages every time we drop a new episode and they reach out to us. Yeah, it's awesome. It's very cool. So what we want to use um, the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight for is sometimes we want to spotlight these really great Instagram pages that are you know, praying at the altar of 80s retro. And sometimes it'll just be one of our fans, an individual that just kind of plucks our heart cords the right way and we want to give them a shout out. We've had just an outpouring of positive and that's what this spotlight's meant to be. So I'm excited. The first guy that we're doing on the spotlight fits that category, Timmy. Uh, Tim rules. Yeah. Tim's the best. So for those who don't know, Timmy, his Instagram page is called back to the 1980s and the 1980s is all numeric and there's a Z at the end. The Z makes it cool. It does make it cool. Go right now. Excuse me. Not right now. As soon as you're done listening to this episode, don't don't stop. Don't stop this.
1: You do both. You you do both.
0: Right. Go check him out. Uh, This guy. So quick bio on, on Timmy, uh, born in the seventies, loves the eighties, Huge BMX skateboarding fan. Um, just equates the '80s with the best music, TVs, uh, TV shows, movies, and toys ever. Correctly, <laughs> correctly. Yeah. Um, he didn't have a lot growing up, and that motivated him to be a collector now. And I totally get that. When you first start getting real money, you go back and you're like, "I didn't get this toy on my seventh birthday. I'm going to go buy it right now." And that's what Timmy did. I mean, he's just collected an incredible amount of stuff. And let me just simply say. He found the perfect woman. I think he said they met when they were children, right? They met in 1985. Yeah, so they were young. Great movie year. (laughs) Awesome movie year. Also the year I was born he has the most understanding wife in the world because what he has done, his collections that he has in his house. I mean, he started with just r- doing restoration on BMX bikes and toys and he started an eighties room and now it's an eighties garage uh, three years ago, put together his Instagram page uh, back to the 1980s with a Z and the thing has just blown up. He never dreamed that it would. Uh, there's another guy who we're definitely going to get on the show as well. Um, John. John. Yeah. yeah. John who has a page called that eighties dude, which is another, amazing page. The two of them are getting together and they're holding they're a voltroning it. they are they're voltroning it. They're putting the cats together to make something special. Uh they're making a 80s happy hour virtual meet and greet which is going to be on March 18th. If you follow either of them on Instagram or us, you're going to see it because we're going to be a part of it too. But for today, we reached out to Timmy and we just we laid it out to him flat. We said, "We're doing an episode on best dance scenes from 80s movies. Right. What's your pick?" And let me say something, Max. Let me throw something out there to you. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. I can't believe it. I had to fight like hell. To get the BMX tooth bike scene, to tooth and nail to get the BMX bike scene onto the even, even the back end, the, you know, 25 through 11 or whatever numbers we did. We, I couldn't even get it in there without fighting with you. It's and,
1: BMX stunting, it's and not dancing. Excuse
0: me, excuse me. Show some respect to Timmy, our first <sighs> Buzz in the Tower uh, fan spotlight. I guess I'm wrong. Cause he's a pro and he knows it inside and out without yeah. any prompting. No prompting. You were there when we had our Zoom call with him and I asked, what is your favorite 80s dance scene? And you know what? I'll let Timmy speak for himself. Hey, guys, this is Timmy with Back to the 1980s on Instagram. I know you guys are talking about movies with the best dance scenes. I know there are many. My favorite is one that not many would think of to be a dance scene. But for me, the movie that pops into my head instantly is Rad. Yes, I said Rad. It has it all. BMX, great song, freestyling while dancing. If you have never seen this movie, then please check it out. For the dance scene alone, you will love it. Thanks for having me. Good luck on your number one. Stay rad, y'all. You need to check out this guy's Instagram. Uh, It's it's, nostalgia heaven. It's incredible. 80s dude, Timmy Gibson. Uh, His handle is back to the 1980 with a Z afterwards. That's 1980Z. And if you have a chance to check this out, it's it's fantastic.
1: Retro Nirvana. Oh my gosh. Toys. Yeah. There's just pastel colors neon he is he's pure 80s through yeah. and through uh
0: and with that we are ready to wrap up max any final words on our dance marathon I'm exhausted
1: <laughs> <You> sit <down. laughs>
0: so hopefully you all punched your dance cards and enjoyed the show and we will see you guys all back next week later later
1: you're still here